Hello. Hi, Julia. Hi, Lina. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm kind of tired, kind of like mm. low energy today, but okay. I have a feeling that with the topic that's going to be brought up again today, maybe that'll change. In the next yeah, hour. I think you might get a bit more hot-blooded than now, but so yeah. we'll see if it I remains mean, it's okay like that. to have a slow day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anything interesting happened to you this week? Mm, specifically interesting? No, not really. Or nothing that I think would interest the people listening. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no news is good news. Well, something that I think we should talk about, um, mm -hmm. because you were doing really well on one of your like New Year's resolutions that you made, oh, is yeah. you going to the gym. That's true, and this wasn't even my resolution, this was Henning's resolution. Yeah, but and I, I was mean, just accompanying him. You were kind of thinking about like being like healthier and yeah, as well, yeah, yeah. so... No, it is it is great. And I think because it's really close to us and I don't know, because we go together, so it just feels like so instead of kind of oh I have to go to the gym and do exercise, it's more like, Oh, you wanna go out just for a walk or whatever and then we go to the gym and just do some some sets. So yeah, it's it's pretty nice. I do want to get into doing some running, which I haven't been doing. We we're just like on the bike for warm-up and then running. doing some weights but I do want to get better at running build my stamina up a bit okay but it's mm. it's super impressive that you guys are like doing that together or doing it regularly thank you yeah it for me I think it helps that we did pay for it so I feel like <laughs> okay we have to make it worth it <laughs> true yeah no but for my other resolutions I've not been doing them that well so there's okay. that but yeah, what about you? How's it going for you? Mm, I mean, I have yet to gain weight. I mean, it takes time. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, that one's kind of hard to keep progress record, like a, a progress record of sort of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I don't feel like anything has happened yet mm. um yeah i don't know i also feel like i need to put more effort into the like eating healthy stuff but mm. i'm just there's so much going on and i'm like stressed and all i want is to like burrow into my bed like under a blanket mm. so yeah it's I not mean, don't off to stress a great yourself start. out too much <laughs> Yeah, that's all right. And I think it's it might be helpful if you don't focus too much on the weight itself, but just focus on one thing at a time, like just eating healthier. It doesn't have to be for the purpose of gaining weight, mm. but just to make yourself feel better, right? I've noticed with the like us going to the gym, at least just by doing that, it elevates our awareness a bit more. Like you feel like, okay, now I'm going to the gym, working on you know, getting more fit, then I have to eat something to help that, to complement that, something healthy. So 
know by doing one thing, it makes it easier to do other things. If that makes sense, you yeah. feel more motivated to kind of keep the progress for other things by yeah doing other healthy things. So um, yeah, I mean, don't stress too much about it. One at a time. Yeah. And the main purpose is just to feel better. Yeah, you're right. Hmm. So don't don't worry. <laughs> okay, I won't. Yeah. yeah, well, that's sort of my progress report. Not much to tell, actually. Mm. Yeah. Well, let's bum each other out. Yes. Further. Let's do that. Okay, well, let me just pull my notes out. So you already know what this is going to be about. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, so I unfortunately didn't get the chance to watch the movie I recommended, the Holy Spider one, just and yet. I mean, Lena, I still haven't watched Vatican Girl, so you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have no time to I watch anything. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> I know. But I did mention that I will be talking about Masa Amini, the Iranian girl who sparked a lot of protests yes. throughout Iran. Yes. Uh, in 2022. And you said you didn't really know much about that? Nope. Okay. Um, so I'll let you know. I'll tell you okay. about it. So 22-year-old Masa Amini was born on September 21st, 1999. Oh my... She's younger than me. Yeah, she is. Okay, great start, great start. Great start. Her family's Kurdish and they were... uh, She comes from the Kurdistan province in northwest Iran. And she just started running this boutique shop. Yeah, it's a a whole thing, which we won't talk about here. but but that's already... It gives... For those who, like, know a bit about the situation with, like, Kurdish people, it gives a bit of, like, context, I think. Mm. Without me knowing what else, what even happens, but... Mm. Well, so, I'm actually going to refer to her by Gina from now on, mm. because that's what her family called her. You did mention and that. And that's, yeah, that's basically her Kurdish name, but because... In Iran, you have to register with a Persian name. So uh, Masa was her Persian name for official purposes. Oh, okay. Because of the restrictions on the non-Persian names. And Gina apparently means life. Cute. So, yeah. That's nice. Uh, yeah, so on September 13th, 2022, so Gina was 22 years old at the time. She went to the capital city of Iran, Tehran, to visit her brother. And she had reunited with her brother, and as they were leaving the metro station, Gina was arrested by the guidance patrol, also known as the morality police. Okay, yeah. Yeah. We talked about them a little bit. We have talked about them. And she allegedly was violating the mandatory hijab laws. She did have a hijab on, but it was apparently too loose. And... I mean, we we did talk about the laws a bit last episode as well, but mm-hmm. basically, you know, they had um, the mandatory hijab law was kind of put in place after the Islamic Revolution in 1979, yeah. I believe. And it's also been kind of, sometimes it's looser, sometimes it's stricter. And at that point, 
the laws became a bit stricter again. Right. And I think especially in big cities, but because they came from, you know, somewhere else, not the city, or she came from there, so she wasn't really aware of the laws being that strict and that it would be enforced to that extent. But basically, the morality police saw her and thought, okay, she's showing, showing way too much hair. And they grabbed her and put her into a van. Jeez, that's scary. It is very scary, yeah. It's pretty much just like kidnapping, right? Basically. Yeah, and you can't call the police either. Yeah. Plus, like, morality police, like, they're they're not really, like, law enforcement, right? Like, not, like, sort of, mm. but not really, like, not fully? Or what's the situation I, there? To be honest, I do think they are law enforcement but instead of, you know, the laws we would think of as laws, it's more sort of these moral things, right? I don't know. Okay. Like just the morality police, basically. Okay. Basically, the same, like, ability to, like, arrest or, like, detain people as the regular police, but specifically in regards to, like, more, like morality laws or, like... Basically, yeah. how people are behaving. Mm-hmm, I think so. Right. I, mean, well, I don't even know what else they'd watch out for, apart from women not dressing properly according to their rules. But basically, they grabbed her, put her into the van, and they tell her brother that she's going to be taken to this re-education center, oh, where she's going to oh, sit oh, in, oh, oh. sit in on this class or some kind of I don't know presentation, whatever. To that talks about you know how you're supposed to dress, and then she should be released after an hour. I don't like anything that is named re-education. <laughs> yeah, that is never yeah. good. No, I mean the word by itself is neutral, but where it usually is used, it's pretty oppressive. Yeah. So they're yeah. like, oh, don't worry, you'll have her back in like an hour. Yes. Well, I'm guessing that wasn't the case, though. That was not the case. Of course so, it wasn't. The brother was later informed that Gina had a heart attack and brain seizure at the station. She was and she 22. Was in a hospital. Yes. That's <laughs> so, 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 so unlikely. Exactly. I mean, that's what everybody thought and everybody knew. So they did release surveillance camera footage eventually at the re-education center. And throughout, you know, the articles I read, they call it the police station, detention center, re-education center. So I'm assuming it's all kind of at the same place. Right. But so if I use different words, um, it, it's all the same place. Basically much, the place that they took her to, whatever they yes. may be calling it, but where she was during the time that she like left her brother's side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So they did have camera um, footage there, and it shows how she collapses, basically. Just, like, no interference, like, nobody's, like, touching her or blah, blah, blah. She just, like... No, she collapses. just collapses. And so apparently Gina was starting to lose her vision, and then she fainted. So what's already a bit just infuriating... Um, is how ambulance didn't arrive until 30 minutes afterwards. 30 minutes? Didn't, yeah, it gets worse. She didn't actually reach the hospital until two hours after her collapse. 
what were they doing like talking over coffee what i I don't know i don't know i think yeah i I don't know were they like oh okay let's take our lunch break like right now i mean i think there's a lot of sort of oh shit what should we do now kind of going on so that's why response was very slow but either way Gina slipped into a coma when you're like when you're an EMT your your thought process should not be shit what do we do it should always be okay let's get to the hospital yeah I don't know from the circumstances I feel like maybe she was already at a point when they arrived where they couldn't do much and yeah, this, but this it's is still all just me assuming. This is just me assuming. And um, I did read somewhere where it says she was already sort of brain dead when they arrived. But maybe they were arguing back and forth about the police saying, oh, you still have to take her to the hospital and kind of artificially keep her alive for as long as possible. I, I don't know. I'm just making stuff up right now. But either Fact way, it took a while. The fact of the matter is, it took way too long. Yes, and it did take way too long. And she slipped into a coma. Because of it or despite it, either way, it took way too long and she's in a coma. Yes, exactly. And she was in a coma and after three days she died on the 16th of September. Shit. Yes. That's my mom's birthday. And it was five days before, no, wait, one, two, three, six days before, no, wait, 21st, five days before um, Gina's birthday as well. And she would have been 23. Yes. Yeah, so authorities later said, so she died of a heart attack because of pre-existing medical conditions that she had. But her family would come out and say that she was completely healthy and did not have any medical conditions. I mean, if you have pre-existing heart conditions, they don't Mm -hmm. just like appear one moment. Like you would have had some difficulty before. Yeah. For sure. Especially if you're that young with a pre-existing heart condition. Because if you're that young, then Mm. it has to be something really serious. Yeah, so I call bullshit. Yeah, so it's really obvious, right? I mean, even if you don't know much about what's going on or how it is in Iran, it's very easy to see that something is not right here. And... Very soon afterwards, other women who were also detained with Gina came forward and revealed that Gina was tortured and beaten by the morality police in the van. And at some point, her head also slammed against the vehicle walls. Shit. Yeah. Uh, so, and later on, a hacktivist group, they somehow obtained the CT scans of Gina's skull. And that also revealed that she did indeed suffer from bone fracture, hemorrhage, and brain swelling. So there were also pictures, I believe, where they released from the hospital. And also her brother noticed like wounds or sort of, um, what do you call it? Like uh, blue spots. Bruises. Bruises, yes. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Bruises on her that did not match with, you know, a heart attack. Yeah, you wouldn't have any. Yeah, exactly. So basically, everybody knew that the authorities were lying and they basically beat her to death. So people protested. 
I mean, thank goodness people protested. But would you have been able to see any of the, like, injuries in the video? Or was it just, like, not really great quality? Um, so it's in black and white as well. And from this sort of higher vantage point, And you just see her sort of walking. Oh, and she would and have then... still been wearing a hijab, right? So you wouldn't have really seen, like... Probably, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think so, yeah. Yeah, but I feel like... As soon as you see her, like, in the hospital, you're like, why does she have bruises if she died of a heart attack and, like, mm. a brain hemorrhage or whatever, or, like, a seizure? Yeah. So, I don't want to ruin your day, but I did send you a photo right now of a picture I of Gina. I did see Gina. that arrive. Aww. On the left and on the right is her in the hospital. Oh, she is beautiful. Yeah. So it's it's just awful and of course so the protest already started while she was in the hospital because everybody was like she was perfectly fine before you took her and now she's in a coma in the hospital. So people started protesting and then not just in the hospital, also in her hometown and later at her funeral as well. So the protesters they included, you know, men, women, all ages and they were basically chanting the slogan Woman, life, freedom. So this was taking place all over the country in different cities. And so I actually knew about this when it happened. I read on the news and there were a lot of videos and images of women sort of protesting and everyone was enraged. And you, you saw basically videos of women burning their hijabs, cutting their hair as they're like standing on cars and the wow. other protesters kind of cheering on. And it was just really, really powerful. I was just going to say, that's super mm. powerful. Yeah, yeah. And but it's so sad that that's what it takes for mm -hmm. a reaction like that. Yeah, and so basically the protest that followed Gina's death was pretty much like the most significant sort of period of unrest or just this largest period, period of unrest in Iran since the actual revolution in 79 and yeah like I said everybody pretty much joined because so there was this um, survey I found where they looked at people's attitudes towards the hijab mm -hmm. and only 15% supported the legal obligation to wear it in public that is a small minority yes so 72%, around 72%, they basically opposed um, the mandatory wearing of the hijab. And up to like 58%, they didn't even believe in the hijab at all. Wow. Yeah. So like, what was it? Like 20? No. Yes, like 20 to 30% were like, it should be like your choice and... The other like fifty percent were just like, do yeah, away I, with I it. I think maybe like a certain amount just said they're not sure, but seventy-two percent. But it shouldn't be obligatory, the, at least. Yeah, opposed it, <clears throat> and fifteen supported it, and then maybe like another what is it three percent were unsure or something. Um, but I will link that in the notes if anyone wants to look at that. Uh, so you see that the majority of the people were, you know. They never even supported this. And then now this young woman died because of this absurd and just 
outright, I don't know. This minority belief, honestly. But, um, wait, was this... For no reason, she basically died. Was this before she was taken and then later died, this this information from, like, the survey? Um, 2020, so... Okay, so it was two years before. Yes, this was before, yeah. So, at that point in Iran, it wasn't just, you know... Because of Gina's death, people went out to protest. Of course, I mean, that was the reason, but that was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. There was a lot of dissatisfaction already, and then this was like the breaking point. So the country was already suffering from high gasoline prices, high inflation, and just general Mm -hmm. mismanagement, water shortages. So people were already very at their limits. And then this happened. So, yeah, people just all went out and it was it was all over the news uh in 2022 right but uh so the government how did they react to this uh as you might guess they were not happy <laughs> and wow who like guess? a lot of <laughs> like a lot of authoritarian regimes they basically sort of set up these internet blackouts so people couldn't Mm. communicate like restricted social media so they couldn't organize they arrested thousands of people who were also very violent towards the protesters and at least 500 people were killed by the end of the year whoa Mm -hmm. and this was happening in september so it really wasn't like a long time until the end of the year even was it like were they killed by like the morality police or like the like military forces is that clear so i'm not really sure i don't think it was the morality police so with the morality police as far as i know a lot of them are sort of undercover so they wear plain clothes and then they will just be you know hanging about on the streets and if they see someone who is violating the the rules they they set in place then they would come in groups and then grab this person kind of like that Whereas I think here it's a lot of just riot police and perhaps military as well, military as well. But I'm not really sure. Either way, they a lot of the times they used actual bullets as well, and you know those cars that shoot sort of water. Yeah. Like a lot of people got killed, and so the number is also unclear. Um, different organizations or sources have different estimations. But I think the highest estimate is according to the organization called Iran Human Rights. Mm -hmm. And they calculated that at least 551 protesters, including 68 minors, were killed as of September 15th, 2023. So this is one year later because people were protesting again a year after her death. That's, yeah, makes sense. Third anniversary yeah. is a powerful day. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people were also arrested, of course. And seven people were executed later Executed? On. Yes. For, for rebelling, exactly sure. protesting? Yeah, just, you know, Not protesting. following the letter of the, like, law or whatever? Yeah, basically related to the protests. I'm not exactly sure what their charges were, but um, but yeah, so it's not just, you know, the protesters. There's a lot of crackdown on 
journalists or artists, photographers. So there's one woman um, who took a really iconic picture, a photo of the protests. Mm -hmm. And she's basically her life is sort of destroyed. I mean, that's a bad way of saying it, but the government or they're really sort of cracking down on her. They're watching her. And I'm going to recommend a Vice News uh, report where okay. this woman is also interviewed. But basically, before I get to that, I just want to say one thing. The So Iran has a supreme leader, right? Yeah. That's kind of the religious top. Uh, his name is Ali Khamenei, I think, Khamenei. And his niece, um, Farideh Murakani, probably, um, was actually arrested because she made this call, I think, on social media for foreign governments to cut all of the ties with the <gasps> Iranian government. So His niece, yeah. That's amazing. I it mean, is amazing. She really, yeah, put herself in a, like, scary position by mm. reaching out to other countries and saying, like, hey, what basically my family is doing is wrong. Mm. That's, yeah, it's it is very very amazing. courageous, and I do think there is hope for this hope for sure. So now I'm just gonna get to the. Can we make her the supreme leader? <laughs> they should. They really should. Um, but yeah, so let me just get to the Vice News report, as I guess the finale. But this is actually from a month ago, so okay. it's very recent, and the Vice reporter Isabel Young goes to Iran and it's quite scary. So I was interested in seeing how Iran actually was, you know, apart yeah. from just reading all the news articles. So I actually watched two different YouTube videos. One of them was by a YouTuber who just goes there as a tourist. Mm -hmm. I want to find his name just so I can say it. And Iran looks like such a beautiful country. The people are amazing. The food looks amazing. Yeah. And... I really want to visit after seeing that. I, I've i always thought that. Like, I've always thought, like, I've heard only good things about, like, the country itself. Like, really beautiful, mm -hmm. great place to visit. But mm -hmm. I will not. Yeah. So, under these circumstances. No, not, maybe not right now, no. But it's by the YouTuber Drew Binsky. He, it's called, I spent five weeks in Iran. Here's what I learned. And... It just looks really, really amazing. But right. he is a man, so yeah, he did not have to deal with... Yeah, that's a different experience. It is quite a different experience. But either way, you know, from the statistics I also told you about, the majority of the people do not agree with these laws yeah. and do believe in equality. And a lot of the protesters who, are, who were killed, who were arrested, who went on the streets were also men. So... Yeah, it's that's really heartening to hear, to see, mm -hmm. to yeah, yeah. And so I will, um, like I said, also link the Vice News report um, in the show notes. But basically, it is very scary. You have so people still go out to protest, but because the internet is very limited mm -hmm. and there's a lot of crackdown on people posting things about the protests. So we don't see it as much nowadays, especially with all the other things going on in the world. But it's still happening. People are fighting for their rights. And um, there's this one 
young man who actually says, so he believes that his generation, so he says right now we cannot defeat them, but I believe that my generation will defeat them and kind of overthrow the current regime. So, yeah. What I does mean, he there's... mean with his generation exactly? So the young younger people, basically. Right, so us-ish, or what? Or even younger? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, people um, in their teens now, I mean, ev- everyone younger than, I guess, the majority, <laughs> I-, I hope. But he was, I think, in his 20s. Okay. Yeah. So in the in the video, in the report, you see a lot of women, despite, you know, the morality police possibly being around the corner in plain clothes, they still don't wear a headscarf. They don't wear a hijab. They go out and just show their hair. And it's such a simple thing for us mm-hmm. because we don't even think about it. But for them, it's it takes so much courage and you don't know what could happen. You could be the next person who is taken into the van and you don't know what's going to happen to you because yeah so there's this sorry i'm i'm giving you a lot of information that not very well organized but there's also another report that i will link where it talks about the security forces who captured these protesters yeah and basically so trigger warning um sexual violence and rape and all that but they do use these methods to basically exert their power over these protesters That's... so it's completely lawless there it's nothing related to you know um the rule of law no, capturing it's... people because they were violent no, or literally. anything no none of that no 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 none of that and these are like children they're teens there's as young as 12 years old That's being horrible. just taken and yeah subject to this sexual violence by the by the authorities by the the officers just you will never yeah. trust authorities again like you will always you will never agree with them you'll never have any sort of respect it's yeah yeah, yeah and you mean you're traumatized for life so yeah it's it's just awful and yeah i don't know like i but, feel like we're really i'm lucky we are that's, privileged. That's all we are. We yeah, are very privileged. privileged and yeah. can't even imagine what it's like. I was just thinking when you were like saying, this. because mm. like you were saying, like for us, I mean, if you think about it, you're taking off a headscarf. That's in itself such a like simple action, but mm-hmm. it's amazing how much power that tiny simple action can be given in this Mm. context and yeah like you're saying like it seems simple maybe to us but there's so much that can be interpreted into it and make that makes it so much more difficult and Mm. like yeah like basically such a huge and courageous decision that it's Mm -hmm. just really really respectable and really really amazing that so many of these women do that despite the Mm -hmm. danger that they are um subjective thank you subjecting themselves Mm. to yeah yeah no it's 
it really is something that needs to change. And what was I going to say? I think, you know, it's the hijab It is quite, it's a whole topic on its own, right? Because you know how in France they banned it. So you actually can't wear the hijab there. And I do Which think is insane. It is insane, seriously. It's the same thing. You're basically telling people what they can or cannot wear. And they should have the freedom to choose so. It's that, And that's the whole point, isn't it? Like if you are a Muslim and you choose to wear the hijab because of your religious beliefs, that's where it has value, right? You're doing it because you want it. That's the point of it. And it's not show... hurting anyone else. Yeah, exactly. But if you're forced to do it, then there's no point to it, to it right? The whole point is to do it out of your own free will. Yeah. Yeah, but that's all I have for you um, about the situation. And like I said, it is an ongoing struggle, an ongoing fight for human rights there. So if there's anything, you know, if this is something you feel like you want to support or um, kind of keep following, then yeah, I think the best thing you can probably do is to either donate money to causes that help the people there or just share information and yeah if there are protests in your city you can go join them but honestly i know you can't do everything <laughs> we can't solve all the problems but at least be aware yeah and you know with the stuff going on in palestine right now like <laughs> and the ukraine yeah. and it just everywhere honestly and the world is ending we're all fucked the world is ending and we should try to live together in as peaceful a way like just stop giving a shit about what other people are doing like keep your thoughts to yourself worry about yourself and let everybody else do whatever the fuck they want except for forced women to wear hijabs Except for believe that other people have less right to live or do certain things. Yeah, and just don't bother. Let everyone live the way they want to live. As long as they're not hurting anyone. Because yeah. we don't have much time anyway on this planet as a species, probably. Because we're also fucking that up for ourselves. So <laughs> This is so depressing. <laughs> do you have anything to make this a bit happier? What are you going to do today, Julia? This is so depressing, but study. <laughs> but I might go down to my neighbors later and cuddle with her dog, with my little baby. And that I mean, nice. that was like another piece of news that I could have shared, but I, it's already depressing in itself. But for anybody who has a dog, um knows that you need to like regularly take care of their like paw like nails and that it can be mm. a little like of a sensitive situation because if you cut too much then there's just gonna be blood all over the place and that's something that accidentally happened last like a couple of days ago so i need to like cuddle with my baby and hope that she forgive has forgiven us i think she has but like it was just really traumatizing to suddenly have yeah. this dog walking around with a bloody paw. Mm. Yeah, that's always 
It makes you feel so bad. Yeah, it really does. Because you're only wanting to help them because if they if their nails are too long, like it causes problems with their walking and like causes them pain. But if mm. the solution to that can also like give them pain if you like mm. accidentally cut too much, there's just no winning. Yeah. No, for sure. No, Cookie also had like I think as she was getting so my cat from back home, she also had when she was getting older nails that she didn't take care of herself anymore, so then they were too long and were growing into her paws, so it had to like constantly maintain them for her. Yeah, yeah. That's such a like, especially with cats, it's such a sign that there's like that they are not okay, that they're getting older, mm-hmm. that they're uh, sick. Because, like, as soon as they stop taking care of themselves, because especially with, like, the claws, mm-hmm. like, like cats, they scratch at everything to take mm-hmm. care of their claws. So as soon as they stop doing that, you know that something's up. Yeah. I mean, that was with Mei Mei, with um, my cat that I had for years back in China. Mm-hmm. She stopped drinking, stopped eating, and then later on, like, mm-hmm. stopped grooming herself. And then it turned out she had cancer and a couple of tumors and mm-hmm. yeah there was surgery and they like removed it but it came back really quickly and mm-hmm. it just yeah it's they make it really obvious so you just need to mm-hmm. know the signs to take care of your loved ones yeah <sighs> okay that got depressing again <laughs> Yeah, I did. But I miss my cats. I know, me too. Yeah. But I believe that we will see them again. We will. When we die. So that is at least some... Something to look forward some, to? Something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... There's no good see. way to end this. There's no good way to end this. Do I have anything positive? Not really... Um, do i have anything positive i mean i am going to so the car the van uh hachimaru my car if anyone doesn't know (laughs) it's Um, a yellow van it's a yellow van but basically it's gonna get tiff inspection next week right so right now everything's like taken out in the house right now because yeah it can't be in there as we do the inspection right because it's not like conform yeah don't tell anyone that (laughs) but but, um no it's all right i think a lot of people do that yeah because if you want to register it as a camper van it has a lot of strict rules yeah and ours is not so uh either way we get the inspection hopefully done smoothly next week and then we'll be able to go traveling a bit again as the weather gets warmer so that's at least what I'm looking forward to. All right, Lena, what's yes. the Instagram handle for your other account where you post pictures of your trips? Well, I don't think I've posted since last May. But <gasps> Lena! <laughs> yeah, what's I don't really want to tell people my private, because it's my private account, but I guess it's fine, whatever. I mean, um, it was, like, originally the idea was that it would be, like, one of these like van traveling accounts yeah i mean yeah but i might post something again we'll see 
But if anyone wants to follow my adventures um, in Japan with my van, it's called Lina dot and dot Hachi. H A C H I. Yes. Um, but yeah. If even if you don't, go to Instagram and follow at Murder on Silk Road. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know if I'll post pictures. I guess I'll post a picture of Gina as well. But so next week, Julia will be giving us another case. Do you already know from where? Nope. Or don't even hints? ask. <laughs> don't even ask. Okay. <laughs> another week of procrastination. I see. I have ideas. I just haven't like further looked into it. Hmm. I have one for my next case, like the one after that. I just didn't want to do like a sort of more European Western case again so soon. So yeah. Okay, so maybe in Asia then we'll see. Yeah. Uh, well, that's it for today then. Yep. Hope you have a hope nice. Hope we week. depressed you enough, and hope you have something nice planned. If we did depress you enough, so you can get your mood back up. Yeah. And you know, that's the only thing you can control, right? <laughs> Your attitude、What? and、um, outlook on life.、Mm-hmm. So, yes,、um, I、right. think that's it for from me. So, yeah, let's just we're gonna just sign out, guys. Yeah, <laughs> before we make it worse. Peace.、Um, <laughs> peace. <laughs> see you guys next week. Bye. Yeah. See you then. Bye.